0: Okay, yeah. So I think we're on chapter 41. hmm So we have a special guest in the Bookalicious studios, aka Chrissy's apartment. <laughs> it's Jordan. Nobody knows who that is. You have to Our introduce brother. him. Our brother. Our brother, yes. He came in from South Florida to Texas. Just, yes. just to record.
1: Yep. yep.
0: Bookalicious is comping his hotel and airfare. Psych. We've made it big. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not comping anything. <laughs> <laughs> Bookalicious has been, I mean, we've been making some big, big milestones. We have eight followers. So that wow. our family is only six. So that's at least two. Well, and. Someone from the UK. That's pretty big. Yeah. We don't don't know who it is. It is exciting. That might be the first person we don't know who has listened. So (laughs) I hope hope you listen more than just one minute because that's all it takes to be counted as a listener. We appreciate it regardless. Yes.
1: So if you're that person from the UK, just know you're being very appreciated. (laughs) Yeah.
0: More appreciated (laughs) than our other listeners. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's listener of the month. <laughs> but jordan has become a super fan now because he went from not listening to any of our episodes to being on an episode which is pretty big it's actually kind that- of
1: you know, bringing in a special guest that has no idea what's going on.
0: Yeah. So it's going to be exciting for all of us. You
1: can only do that kind of stuff early on in your career. <laughs> you know, once you get big enough, everyone's going to know everything.
0: That's true. You'll never
1: find someone who doesn't know anything about what's going on.
0: Jordan thought this one ahead of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that's good. So we're going to see how this goes. My concern is that our last episode that we've yet to release is uh, we recorded was three hours long. And I'm terrified that if we introduce anyone else with more commentary, we will never finish the book. <laughs> we found out today that our current set of podcasts, which again is maybe like three quarters of the way through the book, is already significantly longer than the audio book. Yes. <laughs> which I think says something. Yes. I think ship has sailed for us having... Reasonably timed podcasts. Yeah, I I think we do need to <laughs> let go. Maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe we should double down and go even slower. <laughs> I think that's the only option. If well, someone's many, gotten, go for it.
1: How many chapters are scheduled for tonight?
0: Well, historically, Jordan, the last... Okay, since episode two, we've been saying, this is going to go faster. The book's gonna pick up. But that was 40 chapters ago. And each time we're like, I think we could probably get through five chapters today, and we get through three.
1: Mm. And
0: last time, when it really did pick up, we said we're gonna get through 10 chapters and we got through three. (laughs) (laughs) So we've read 10 chapters. Let's all take bets. I think actually we'll make it through six.
1: Six chapters.
0: maybe even more but I'll, I'll double down with six i think we'll get through four because this first chapter we're going to talk about is kind of long the next two chapters are only a page long so i think that'll help us and then the fourth one we'll just throw in
1: <laughs> I, i'm just gonna say for consistency sake i'm gonna go for three
0: uh, you know it's probably right that's
1: i I I don't know how the other three chapters broke out, but if there's a couple with only one page, that means there's probably a few others that were only one page that you also had. Mm -hmm. And you still get three. So we can go with three.
0: Yeah. That's true. Whoever's (laughs) the winner gets, they're the owner, the sole owner of Bookalicious. So Jordan, (laughs) you might become EVP. We don't know. (laughs) You'll get all all the shares in our stocks.
1: This has been recorded. You never know.
0: I know. I know. I'm of sound mind making this bet. So I had thought something Chrissy and I do with the books that we read is we do judging a book by its cover, Mm
1: -hmm. which
0: is just like it sounds. So you look at the cover and you tell us what you think it's about. If it's a book you would read, any thoughts that you have on the book cover. Okay. I'm revealing the book cover to Jordan for the first time. Here it is.
1: Elantris. Well, that's spelled differently than what I had imagined it being spelled like. Mm
0: -hmm. What did you think it was spelled like?
1: I thought you said Atlantris, like like the lost city of Atlantis. But it's with an E, Elantris. Mm -hmm. All right. So judging the book by its cover, I see it looks like it's placed in a futuristic age, but also medieval times. (laughs) It's like a combination So, I'm gonna say this is a book about a princess who is trying to find her prince in a futuristic world.
0: Oh, interesting. Well, you got it. (laughs) (laughs) We're done. A lot better than my guess. Who knew we could have condensed?
1: Is that is that that the answer? Just about. (laughs) Just about.
0: That is a good. You know, we were going to try to summarize this book in like thirty seconds. That's a pretty big part of it. (laughs) Is princess looking for her prince? Yeah. So Chrissy, give us. We're mid season. Sadly, we're mid season trailer right now. So why don't you go ahead and recap for people that have been listening for so long they forgot what we've talking we've spoken about. (laughs) Okay, so um, Elantris. Okay, so this is the book Elantris. Um, It's told. We have three main players here. We have um, Ryoden, who's a prince, and he wakes up one day and he realizes he's come on with this disease that has made him an Elantrian. And Elantris used to be the super happening city. Basically, they were magic. So, you know, they were just kind of in charge of all the things. Um, but then he realized he wakes up and he has a disease and that makes him an Elantrian. But instead of Elantris being their magical city, it is now cursed. So now he's cursed. And so now mm-hmm. he's kicked out of the castle and he's like, is, has been exiled to Elantris, basically. Yep. Um, and then we have Serene, who is the princess who you saw on the cover. And Serene is betrothed to Rayodin. And unfortunately, the day Serene is coming to see her prince for the first time, he is diseased and gets exiled. So she actually never sees him. Mm -hmm. So she thinks he's dead. She thinks he's dead. That's true. Oh, yeah. So the cover up, because the um, Raoden's parents don't want like this dishonor to come on them that he's cursed. They say, oh, he died. And everyone's like, oh, okay, And everyone just Mm kind of kind of accepts it. So Serene comes. Um, and Serene's real spunky, and she's like, Well, oh, she's also legally still married to Ryoden, so she has to stay in his city. And mm-hmm. she's like, Well, you know what? This place isn't being run very well, so I'm gonna take over. Mm-hmm. So that's that's kind of but she's actually like really good at what she does, and so it works out well. And then we have Harathan is our third guy, and he's a priest, and he's been sent from his god Jadith to come convert the whole town. The town's called Aralon. Um, And he has to convert them before tax day because that's the day Jadith is going to come back. And if they're not converted, they're all going to be destroyed. Tax. Yep. It's just a coincidence. A lot of things are happening on tax day. It's true. Mm. What else is happening on tax day? Well, so the, how the new kingdom is that the princess went to is people get their nobility ranking based on how much money they have. And so they do this big audit once a year and they see how you stack up. And if you're too poor, you get kicked out and then they'll give your all of your titles and lands to somebody else. So the king of the little town that's trying to be taking over, he's actually not been doing a good job with his monies. So he's going to lose his spot on tax day.
1: Mm-hmm. So is tax day is that an annual event that, that happens?
0: Mm-hmm yes they like recalculate everyone's wealth but also candy just said the king is going to lose his spot in recent chapters the king actually died so he's he's gone he's gone now um but the summary is taking too long so we need to go because that was just serene so now we need to talk about what that was everybody oh yeah i guess so (laughs) (laughs) all right well i guess we're done that's it are you you're caught up Yeah, Jordan, you're allowed two questions.
1: Well, two questions. Yeah.
0: Oh. Okay. Yeah. Good.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this priest. What happens if he doesn't convert oh, the people?
0: An excellent question. Do you want to take that one, Candy? Yes. He tried to convert another town down the street, and he did a bad job, so everybody died. And so he feels really bad about it. He's like, "I get another chance to take over this town, so I'm going to try to do a good job." <laughs> so that's really his motivation. He just doesn't want to mess up his job.
1: And follow up question. Who's doing the killing to, of these people that don't convert? Is it's it like people? the
0: church comes in with their army.
1: Mm, okay. And they've
0: converted everyone except for this town and the princess's hometown. Those are the only two standing that have not been taken over.
1: Gotcha. So the church comes in, they set a deadline to the people and they say, Hey, you got to convert by this time or you're all dead.
0: No, they don't tell you about the deadline, but they do have the deadline. Uh (laughs) 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 They don't want to be forceful about it. Yeah. They, they want you to willingly comply.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Do they kill the entire town if not everyone converts or do they just Mm -hmm. kill the ones that don't convert?
0: We don't really know exactly what they do, but we know that it's not great.
1: Lots and we know de-
0: that, yeah, there's lots of death. Maybe they save some people, but it's, they don't go into too much detail um, on the end outcome, except that a lot of people did die. And the okay. priest feels bad that he messed up his job. Okay, so, so that was I your first a, question, which you parlayed into seven. So now you get one other question.
1: No, that's fine. I, I give my two questions. That's, okay. that's what I was really curious about.
0: Good questions, good okay. questions those are good questions. Okay. So Chrissy, do you want to jump right in and do the high level summary? Sure. Sure. Okay. So we just gave Jordan the summary. That's pretty much the same as what we gave on chapter like three, when we were summarizing everything. So a lot has happened since then. So <laughs> yeah, um, in this chapter, it's chapter 41 and it's called, it's the name is loyalty. And this is from Serene's perspective. Um, and so Jordan Serene was going to marry this guy royal so that they would take over the town now that the king is dead um, but then she became an Elantrian right on her wedding day so she had really bad luck with all of her betrothals mm. yep. so anyways so this chapter she's in Elantris and now she's seeing Elantris in a new way because now she is in it um, and she's also seeing Raodin in a new way but she doesn't know it's Raodin but Raodin knows that she is Serene, his wife so that comes up Um and she's at first really sad because you don't see her old life again. Um, but then her little buddy, Ash, who's a floating light orb that can FaceTime, uh, she, he finds um, Serene. And so now she feels better because now she can see her family and life outside. Yep. Mm. And the only other part that um, Jordan will be interested in is that before Serene got kicked into before she became an tree and got kicked into the... Desolate place. She had been doing like some charity work there, and she had been working with the prince, Rayoda, not knowing it was him. But she was like, "I don't trust him. I think he's a uh, warlord," and so she was kind of trying to undermine him. And that comes up in this chapter as well.
1: I'm going to take back what I said before, and I do have a second question. Oh, so,
0: okay. The,
1: being an Elantrian, so that happens from a disease.
0: It's kind of like a disease. Yes. It seems to so back when being a lantern was a good thing, it was kind of like a lottery. And one day you would just wake up and you're like, you have magical powers, you get to go live in the palace, and you get to have just like full prosperity. And you're like, hooray.
1: Then something
0: all sorts of magical powers. You could like make things out of nothing. You can pretty much do anything.
1: So basically you wake up one day and you're you're a wizard yes
0: kind yeah. of mm-hmm. like that like hog yep. it comes to you yes and right. now they're burning
1: the witches at the stake and exactly. that's a curse yeah so it.
0: something happened and then all of the the magical people they turned into like these zombie type type things Ooh. and then the lottery was still happening but now instead of you getting magical powers you turn into like the zombie basically and so any Damages or injuries that you get, they never heal, and you just kind of walk around until you get so many injuries, you lose your mind.
1: Oh, that yeah. sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, it's a bummer now. It is a bummer. So, mm-hmm. tough. I take back my bet. I think we're only going to three chapters
1: today. <laughs> <laughs> and the night is still done.
0: <laughs> that's true. We have lots of time. Okay, so. so. Nope, go for it. Oh, I was going to say, so now what typically happens is after our summary, we pick out lines that stuck out to us through the chapter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I had a line on the first page. Whoa, did you have a line early on? Uh, no, I only had a few for this chapter. It felt like a lot of plot for me.
1: So yeah, I know. That's how
0: we're going to go faster. Okay, okay. So um, when Serene first comes in, she sees all the people and they're in these like super outrageous outfits and they're all in these neon colors and she's like oh my gosh that's the fabric i gave them because when they're asking like hey serene could you give us some fabric so we can clothe ourselves and be decent she was like sure but she thought they're all evil and so she gave them like little scraps of like terrible fabric so they'd be mm-hmm. unstylish anyways she sees all this and she says that what she had seen as offensive the people wore with joy the bright yellows greens and reds highlighting their cheerfulness And I just thought that was a good line because everything kind of comes back around to us. And also I thought it was interesting because Elantris has a lot of, or throughout the book, there's a lot of inversions where Elantris used to be like the really high magical place, but now it's cursed. And so that's been like a reversal of roles Um, and people think that the Elantrians are evil, but they're actually really good. And so I thought this was interesting because what she had meant for evil was turned around for good in Elantris. Yeah, that is interesting. And now that you say that, the thing that comes to my mind is when Serene first went to the town, she was supposed to wear black because she was in mourning. And she couldn't even do that for four days because she's like, gross. And then she comes into Lantris and now she gets to wear all of these colors. And she's like, it's also gross, but she likes it better, I guess. <laughs> like That's like a fun antithesis there. Yeah, I like that. Nice. There is another line when, okay, so she walks into Elantris, and then Ray Odin's there, and he's like, hey, welcome. And he goes, welcome to Elantris, Serene. Everything you assumed is no longer valid. And that line just me. Wait, where was that? It was on the first, like, the very first page for me. When she first walks in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It also reminded me of like when people say, welcome to the real world where everything you learned in college doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's in like this, the new Elantris, they call it, and they cleaned it up and they made it look nice. And she's seeing everyone looks so happy. And then she feels really guilty that she like, when she was supposed to be helping them out, she was trying to undermine them. Right. Yeah. I also think it's interesting because her, all of her assumptions about Elantris, like when you're in Elantris, all of your assumptions are, I don't know, it changes when you like in the reality of the situation, mm-hmm. which I think a lot of things, like you have a lot of assumptions about how, what people are like, but if you're actually in their situation, yeah. It changes everything. Mm -hmm. And even though Serene has failed at yet another marriage, she's been engaged now three times, got married to none. She still holds out hope because Rayod and the prince, he's called Spirit in Elantris. It's his incognito name. It says, Spirit laughed, holding out his hand, leading her deeper into the city. Unconsciously, she found herself judging his height. He's tall enough for me, she thought almost offhandedly, if only barely. And then she realized what she was doing and rolled her eyes. And I thought that was funny that even, even as a zombie bride, she's still holding out hope <laughs> that she might find someone. Oh, poor Serene. <laughs> she's had a tough go. Okay. What did you think about Serene in this chapter? What do you mean? I don't know. Did she seem different to you? She's definitely a lot less annoying now that she's in Elantris. I feel like she's the type of person that was putting on a lot of show for, like, the people.
1: And Mm. she wanted
0: to present a certain way. And now that she's wearing these horrible, ugly clothes like everybody else, and she is a zombie person, she's kind of able to... Get rid of that layer of her that makes her so off-putting. And she seemed a lot more normal to me in this chapter. Much more likable. So we've progressively been disliking Serene more and more as the book has progressed, Jordan. Mm. And she's had a lot of really annoying parts. But in this chapter, she was so great. I was like, wow, Serene. I like her. Mm -hmm. Till the end. Till the end. Oh, wait, no, that comes up in the next chapter. But anyways, for this spoiler one, she's still alerts. nice. I know, I know. The whole thing's a spoiler. Less likable, Jordan.
1: Um, she turns more into a zombie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> could be. It could be possible. So Serene and Spirit slash Raoden, they're just like talking about stuff, and Serene's realizing how she misjudged everybody and she's starting to feel really bad about it. And she had called Spirit a tyrant before. And that's why she was being so difficult. And she's like, I'm sorry, you weren't a tyrant. But then Spirit's like, you know what? I was a tyrant. I was withholding food from people. I was doing everything that you said. I did have my reasons for it. And then Serene shook her head, her voice growing firm. You are not a tyrant. This community proves that. The people love you and there cannot be tyranny where there is love. Do you think, and this can be for both of you, do you think you can have tyranny if the people love you?
1: Um, You're never going to have universal anything.
0: Mm-hmm. There is
1: going to be a group of people that may love you and a group of people that feel oppressed. Under tyranny. So
0: for example's sake, let's just say the community is small enough such that everybody is very homogeneous and they all agree. They're like, we love this guy. We love him telling us what to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um I mean, I guess so. Tyranny typically has a negative connotation to it, implying that people don't enjoy it or don't want it but if you're defining tyranny in a way that is this whatever this person says goes and that's the way it is Mm -hmm. um sure you could have everyone agree with that and and love them for it because maybe they're making all the decisions and they're all the right decisions you know Mm -hmm. um but the word tyranny doesn't generally have a positive connotation to it
0: yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, I think I think that's possible. I think also, though, with this line, I feel like she's talking specifically about the leader. So I don't know if it's so much that all the people have love, but it's if the leader has love for the people, then he can't be a tyrant. Like those two things aren't possible in the same person. Mm. Interesting. That's how that's what I was thinking. I could see that. Yeah. Do you think it's weird that she switched positions so quickly? Like she walked in, she's like, oh, you're a nice guy. I think she wanted to believe that he was a nice guy the whole time. Mm -hmm. And so the second she had an opportunity to. What do you call it? Dispel that belief that she had. I think she was really excited that she could, you know like him because I think she's kind of been like oh he's really interesting and he's kind of tall and maybe he could have been handsome when he wasn't a zombie and now she's like oh now I'm a zombie too and you're still tall so maybe so (laughs) married to a tyrant yeah yeah she also has this line where is a little before this but like she's noticing all the people interacting with Rayodan and she says that there was true acceptance in their voices displaying a level of loving respect serene had rarely seen given to a leader um even to her father and she says like of course it's a smaller population but like she's still impressed and i thought that was interesting because we've been talking a lot about like what is rayodan's purpose and even though he needs to be a really good leader that doesn't seem to be what his purpose is but it is interesting that he's done such a good job with like unifying the people mm-hmm. well maybe his job's not to be a leader but is to be um what was i gonna say an inspirer that's not the right word but you know maybe. yeah but that still wouldn't go with your theme because he's still struggling right. so if he was really doing what he was supposed to his true purpose quote-unquote then he wouldn't be hurting so bad Yeah. Yeah. Our theory, Jordan, is that in Elantris, if you're doing your purpose and the thing that you're supposed to be doing, then it takes the pain away because your mind is focused on the good things.
1: Mm. But Ryodin
0: has had a lot of pain and he's been leading all the people. So we're thinking that's not his purpose. Any questions from from you, Jordan?
1: Um... Any
0: thoughts? It's okay if not to.
1: I'm just trying to absorb it all in right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. I know. That's what happens when you jump in on page 458. <laughs> well, in this book, page
1: 420.
0: Like you not prepared for today.
1: <laughs> hey, I judge the book by its cover pretty darn well. So. That is true. I got that going.
0: For Jordan came prepared for that part. <laughs> so I read nothing of other- it.
1: Nothing else. I'm a good guesser. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so there's kind – all right, we'll play a game. Cheesy Ooh. or not? Yes. <laughs> okay, so Spirit is talking to Serene about the time when she was visiting and – um, what did she say? She was like, oh, she's like, I shouldn't have come and done all this. I made everything worse, blah, 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 blah. And he said – While I suppose the time during your trial wasn't a complete loss, I gained something very important during those weeks. The supplies? Serene asked. That too. Serene paused, holding his eyes. Then she looked back at the sculptor. So cheesy or cute? A little cheesy, but I really like Ryoden, so I liked it. Cheesy or cute, Jordan?
1: I don't think I understand the context of what was being said.
0: <laughs> oh, no. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> she, oh, let's see. What would the context be? Basically, she was coming to help him. And Ryota knows that that's his wife. And he's like, oh, my gosh, you came. And she's like, aren't you glad I brought the supplies? He's like, I was glad because of something else.
1: Mm, got yeah. Em.
0: And he was like, because I got to see you and hold your hand for that one second. And then they like look away. All right. Well, I thought it was cute, and most of the time I find those things cheesy. So, yeah, you need to listen to our. Well, we haven't released them, but the Fall in Our Stars series. Jordan Candy has a lot of comments for <laughs> young adult romance. Mm-hmm. Yes, cancelable mm-hmm. comments. So we'll probably never release, but that's fine. <laughs> Maybe Jordan can be our um, proofer or whatever. I don't think I don't think Jordan's the right barometer for that.
1: Uh, probably
0: he'll probably send me to get canceled he'll tell me to add more <laughs> okay, <all right. laughs> i like it okay all right what, what's next on our game that was it oh what that's the only thing that's all i had oh <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it going cheesy or cute as we go okay because now we're okay. hitting more of the love story so i'm sure we'll find more yeah i think that's true Okay. um, Unhealthy emotional regulation or just being serene? Oh, no. (laughs) Serene. So after she had this lovely day with Ryodan and she's like, it's so fun here. I love it. Um, She's like going to sleep and she's like, oh, actually, I'm really sad. I don't have any of my family and I'm going to be here forever. And I wasn't able to say goodbye to anybody. And now they're burning all my belongings. And so anyways, she's thinking to herself, um, where homesickness had never hit her before, now it attacked with a lifetime's worth of repression. Oh, my God. That is unhealthy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Serene. Serene hasn't been good with sharing her emotions or, yeah.
1: She sounds like a drama queen.
0: She's a drama princess. (laughs) Um, not yet (laughs) she'll
1: (laughs) be queen of the dead
0: yeah (laughs) the queen zombie yeah she she definitely brings some spice to things it's kind of interesting because it kind of seems like a piece of Serene is falling away perhaps you could say it's dying in a way this like old self of Serene where she has to be so guarded and she like has to hold everything so close to her chest. It kind of seems like she's becoming free in Elantris now that she doesn't feel like she has to do all this stuff. And Mm -hmm. I think that's why we're starting to like her more and she's not so insufferable. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because Elantris seems to kind of bring out the best in everybody because I mean like Raiden, we don't really know him outside of Elantris, but he seems pretty great. Um, but we know that Harappan comes to the wall of the Lanterns, like as his thinking spot. And he's like, I just feel more at peace here. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and- probably because everyone's too scared to do something bad and then have, get punished for it and not be able to heal.
0: Oh. You know,
1: like if you stole from someone and someone punched you in the face because of it, you got to live with that for the rest of your miserable life.
0: That's true. Yeah. It does make the stakes higher. It also makes the stakes higher because if you punch someone in their face, you're probably going to hurt your hand too.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah Well, maybe maybe they grab a a bat and then hit Even
0: that, head. you could get a blister. I mean, there's like a lot of yeah. there's a lot of little injuries that you can get that you're like, oh, I have to live with that forever. But I yeah. think that's certainly part of it is that the stakes are very high in this place to do anything yeah. naughty. Interesting. Well, the stakes are really high, but also there the need is really low because Elantrians. Well, they're like always hungry. But like, they don't need food to live. They're just going to stay at their constant state, whether they have food or not. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, they don't have a job. I mean, they don't really have any responsibilities necessarily, which is one of Raiden's points. He's like, guys, this is so cool. We can do whatever we want. And we don't have to worry about anything else. Mm -hmm. So on the other hand, it's like, you're as free as possible. Mm. So the next part, this didn't, touch on your summary but um we finally get an outside perspective of what ray odin looks like when he's having his little seizure fits and we see that he's glowing light is glowing and serene's like what's happening and so basically what's happening is that the magic that got we've basically identified at this point jordan that the there used to be magic that went into the town or into the Elantras. But it's basically like stopped up. There's like a clog or there's something wrong with the magic where it's not flowing right anymore. And so that's why everyone's a zombie. And that's why it's desolate.
1: Yeah, turn but, that, Stick it back on and get the magic flowing. Just well, need so a- that's
0: what they're, yeah, they're, they're trying to plumb this out. They're trying to plumb it out. And so what's happening is the prince, Ray Odin, he's progressively getting more and more like of these seizure fits. And we as the reader don't know what's happening until now. And we see that he's glowing. And then they find out that he's the magic is trying to like bust its way through his body.
1: You and, know, I saw a movie about magical plumbers maybe about a year ago. Like well, all those guys.
0: What did Mario they do? and Luigi.
1: Yeah, some Mario Go into a magical land, unclog some pipes.
0: That could be a Lantris
1: Yeah, could be mm-hmm. the problem.
0: You know, <laughs> that's how Lantrians were before they lost their magic. They were like Mario, and Luigi. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Sorry to derail you there. I just I had to get that
0: thought out. It was a good thought. We needed to know it, and that's the truth. <laughs> 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 okay, but well, what were you saying? Oh magic is coming through him. It's stuck. We need a plumber. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, any other um notes with that with that part? Seeing Ryoden's um fit. Um no, Serene had grown up thinking that the Elantris magics were like a sham. She had been told like, oh, it's not real. It's not real. And so now that she's seeing spirit, she's kind of like, okay, maybe what I thought I knew before was wrong. And so she wants to learn more about the magic and everything that um, Rayoden has learned so far. Oh, Right. Right. Um, also, when he says, oh, the door is just trying to get through me. The door is like the magic of Elantris. Um, Serene asks, like, what? What does Jessica have to do with this? Um, and so we learn that the door is associated with Jessica religion. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's interesting because Galladin is going to come in and save the day. Yep. hmm. That's going to happen. So now Serene's fairy ball, Ash, he finds her and he's like, oh, my God, I'm not crazy. And she's like, I thought you would be insane because typically when the Elantrians turn into the zombies, their little fairy balls that follow them turn into like a, a zombie, too, of sorts. But he's totally fine. Also what we know that we haven't told Jordan is that Serene isn't actually an Elantrian as far as we can tell. We don't think she is. Yeah. We think she's been poisoned. So it's all she just looks like an Elantrian but she isn't actually one. Oh. So that she couldn't get married and become the the queen.
1: So yeah. what makes you think that she's been poisoned?
0: Well, just we no. <laughs> 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 Um. No, actually, <laughs> just my intuition. Well, it just so happens that the priest just poisoned himself to become an Elantrian. and then was like, and then it co- goes away after a few days, and then he was wow. healed, and he said, "Look, my God healed me. Come convert." And then she becomes an Elantrian like the next day, and she doesn't have any of the symptoms. Ash is an insane, mm-hmm. which is her fairy ball. So. Yeah. I think we can be pretty confident. So
1: she just became an Elantrian then?
0: She looks like it physically, but she isn't. an yeah. It's been like one day since her wedding where she was in her wedding dress and then they threw her into the elantress And they said, get out of here. You're dead mm-hmm. to us. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, can you hear Jordan? Are you the same level? No. Thanks. He's too far away.
1: He's too far away.
0: Yeah, that's better. Um, But yeah, so Ash shows up and she's like, oh my God, this is great. Now I can FaceTime my dad. And so then that's what she does. Yes. Okay, Yeah. she FaceTimes her dad and does she tell him that she's an Elantrian now? Yes. So she basically says, hey, dad, it's actually not that bad here. Like, I think it's going to be okay. And the king's like, you know what, I'm just gonna surrender because this isn't worth it. I need to get you out of that place. The evil church is knocking at our door. They're gonna take us over and I need to save the people. So he's basically said, I'm going to surrender the Serene's hometown. And Serene's really upset about that. But she's like, I guess it is the right choice. I think she says that, right? Does she? I think she thinks it. Uh maybe. Um no, I don't. I don't think so. Let's see. What what does happen?
1: There's a lot of thinking going on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so oh, Serene oh, says oh. she won't leave the town, that she's gonna stick around there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm going to surrender and I'm going to go pick you up from Aralon and bring you back home. And she's like, no, this is my home now. And he's like, what? And she's like, there's this funny line where she says, um, like, you know, I need to stay there. These are my people. And he says, you love them that much, Serene? And she says, they have become my people father. And then he says, it's been less than two months which is the same thought we're all having of how has this all happened in (laughs) two months. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so she's, so this is interesting because a chapter is called loyalty. And here we see Serene's loyalty. She's Serene to Aralon now, even though it's only been two months, but these are. her Yeah. Yeah. She also says that love is independent of time. Basically being like, just because I've been here two months, it doesn't make the love less important. I
1: thought she was going to poison for a day.
0: Yes. Help me understand. So she um, was supposed to be married two months ago. So that's when she went to this new town. Mm -hmm. But then that was when Rayodin became an Elantrian. So she just has been there the whole time.
1: Uh, And then
0: yesterday she became an Elantrian and went into Elantris. I see. see. Yes, Yes. Yeah. What do you think? Is love independent of time? Um, I think it can feel like that, especially when it's like a romantic love, you can be with someone for like two months or something and it can feel very intense and feel very real. But I think that's more infatuation than like, quote unquote, like true love, like the Romeo and Juliet thing where they see each other and they're like, we love each other. That to me, I don't, I don't believe. Mm. Yeah. Um. But with Serene, I could see why she feels maybe not love, but responsible for these people because she's inserted herself into their politics and she has a lot of people counting on her. So I I think I would probably feel the same as Serene. I wouldn't want to leave, even if it meant that I didn't make it out. Yeah. Interesting. Well, now she thinks she's a Melantrian. I mean, they're kind of immortal, right? Well, I don't know. Kind of. Yeah, I guess basically what happens to Lantrians now that the magic's gone is they just become so hurt that they're kind of crippled and comatose. So Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really maybe call that immortal. So she probably Mm -hmm. isn't thinking that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's a good, good interpretation. That's all I had for that chapter. Yeah, I think that's it too. Um, there is a detail of Serene being really cold while she's going to bed, which oh. kind of comes up again later. And they're always, I don't know, there always—I don't know—there seems to be this trail of like it's getting really bright in the day, now it's darker, and now it's cold. I don't know what it means.
1: Has she taken a pregnancy test?
0: Oh, she she hasn't. Um...
1: Not really well. The <laughs> up and down. Jordan
0: has a conspiracy. <laughs> So Jordan also has a lot of kids, so he has experience. So he might <laughs> Like, I've seen this behavior before.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: Explains a lot.
0: Well, we don't know that Serene has had any intimate relations with people, but. Who knows? Who knows? We'll throw it in there. We've been surprised before. Yes. Okay. So you want to do a quick chapter summary for 42? Let's do chapter 42. Okay. So this one is also called loyalty. Look, here it is one page. And, um, what is it with
1: authors only having a one page chapter? Like what is so important that you need to write down, but it only takes half a page to write.
0: (laughs) Well, this is a perspective book. So we need to hear what Prathin's thinking. But he's not all that important. So we only get half a page of his thoughts.
1: Um
0: uh, Serena has a lot of thoughts.
1: Well, she's a girl. Oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and she's pregnant. <laughs> See, Jordan would send me to get canceled right away. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd send me there and call TNZ. Um
1: <laughs> I don't know TNZ number.
0: He'd find it. Yeah, he'd find it. He'd use books. his Facebook sources. Um, Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. So with the perspective books, what's usually happening is the three chapters from each person's perspective is happening simultaneously.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it.
0: So got that's it. why we need to pop in and see what Harathen's doing right now. So he had been in Elantris. He had given himself this poison potion thing to make it look like he was an elantrian and then he was like i know i'm only going to be here for four days i'm going to sit here and pray to my god and then once i'm like quote-unquote cured i'm going to say that it was the power of my religion and i'm going to convert the whole town that was his strategy and so he's just basically gotten back he's been back for like a few days in the church and he had kind of lost a lot of authority in the church because he had this assistant, Delof, who he thought was just a normal guy, but he's actually quite devious. And Diloph had turned the whole church against him. But now that Harathan has done this crazy miracle, the whole church is like, forget Diloph. We think this guy is the real deal now. Yeah, so he's he's feeling pretty good. I wrote in my summary for this chapter that Harathan woke up to that song, Michelle Obama. I think it's called (laughs) You know that song? What is that now? one like, Michelle Obama, purse so heavy, making Oprah dollars. Because <laughs> I imagine Michelle Obama wakes up to that song and just like feels great about herself.
1: Oh my God. And so this is
0: Karathen's version of waking up to the song about and Obama. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he probably like, is. Right. Like he's just so happy. Harathan's been through a tough time, but in this chapter, he's like, it starts with Harathan was back in control, like a hero from the epics. He descended into the underworld and like came back a stronger man. Like he's feeling real good about himself. Oh my god! I had a uh, this boss a couple years back, and he was like very like pro Trump in 2016, mm-hmm. and so after the election, he comes into the office and he's just snapping because he's a business owner. And he's like, my tax rate's going to be 20%. Like, I'm so excited. And so then he, and this guy had been sued many a times for employee abuse and being very discriminatory. So what I'm going to say, I'm not saying is correct, but this is what had happened. So then he goes through and he points to all of the white people and he's like, Trump. And then they're like, Trump and then he keeps going and then he gets to someone who is Mexican and he was gonna point to him and he said sorry man and then the Mexican employee said I voted for Trump too and then he was like Trump and then everyone was snapping so that's how I imagine Hrathen is waking up <laughs> oh my goodness. it could be i think he's on that level yeah he's feeling good he's feeling real good yeah um and i mean this this chapter is so short that is kind of the main summary um but basically he's feeling so good because he's converted the whole town well not really but he oh well no he thinks he basically has converted the whole town and it's six weeks ahead of schedule so that's pretty good and he outsmarted his little minion deal off so that's good. Mm-hmm. And all of his plans are working because Serene turned into an Elantrian at the exact right time and he's like, good job me. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that's her Athens.
1: So what happens when she recovers from this poison and then everyone's like we need to follow her now because...
0: What do you think? I don't
1: know. What do you
0: think would be her Athens plan?
1: Well, it just keeps poisoning her? sneaking stuff into her into her wine or something at night I don't know yeah he's like
0: I know you're really hungry here's a snack (laughs) (laughs) it's like gosh darn (laughs) I don't know it could be I think Rathen thinks that he's going to be able to flip everybody in the next like four or five days because so many things have been like culminating and I think he thinks he's like really close to where even if she shows back up, it's like it doesn't even matter. Or I think he's going to send people in there and assassinate her. Whoa. That's what I would think.
1: that escalated quickly.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, this book does escalate really quickly. There's all yeah. of a sudden horrendous murder and then it goes back to normal. Yeah. <laughs> it's very strange. I think the first paragraph really summarizes a lot of what harathan has been going through okay so I don't know I feel like I've been talking a lot why don't you read it read it to me I didn't think you have been okay sure all right Harathen was back in control like a hero from the old sportish sportish epics he had descended Mm -hmm. to the underworld physically mentally and spiritually and returned a stronger man Delos hold was broken only now could Harathan see that the chains Diloph had used to bind him had been forged from Harathan's own envy and insecurity. He had felt threatened by Diloph's passion, for he had felt his own faith inferior. Now, however, his resolve was firm. As it had been when he first arrived in Erlon, he would be the savior of his people. Yeah. Yeah. So that whole paragraph to me just kind of like sums up like where Harathan was to where he is now. And he realized that he had a lot of jealousy and insecurity, which we had talked about a lot um, as to how he had kind of gotten himself cornered. But now it kind of seems like he's having this sense of grandeur and that he's like, unstoppable, which I'm like, that is kind of the opposite of insecurity. Like, too much pride now. I feel like he's kind of gone too far in the other direction. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I am going to save these people. And even if I have to kill a couple people to do it, they'll be saved. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like a good old silent retreat to make you feel good about yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so cool. (laughs) Okay, I also thought in this And that paragraph, especially, we've seen a lot of Jesus imagery with Harathen along the way. And I feel like there's some Jesus imagery there, but he's, like, really forcing himself. Like, I am going to be your savior, whether you like it or not. And also, I'm going to do it through, like, illicit means. Like, I'm going to pretend to have trouble. So, thought that was interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Harathen's like, I've got this in the bag. We're done here. And Diloph's like, let's keep preaching about how much we hate Elantris. He's like, I love that. And Harathen's like, we don't even need to do that anymore. That was plan B. And we're done here. And Diloph's just like left holding the bag like, what? Oh, my God. (laughs) And then at the end, Harathen says, it's over. He realized, I actually did it. I converted the people without a bloody revolution. He wasn't finished yet, however. Arlon was his, but one nation still remained and had plans for Tiod, So now, now you're seeing how he went from, like, insecure to where he just is like, I'm gonna now take over the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> and that is classic villain mistake number one. You gotta really shore up, like, your first conquest before you stretch yourself too thin.
1: Like Dr. Doofensport trying to take over the Tri-County area.
0: Honestly, <laughs> yeah, it's too time towns. Times.
1: It would have been Okay. But taking over the Tri-County, that, that didn't work. It was too much. It's too much.
0: I agree. And there were three towns that he was supposed to take over, and he destroyed one. <laughs> he thinks he's got one in the bag, and now he's going to go across the ocean and get the other one. Brandon Sanderson has read The Greats, like Phineas and Ferb. I agree. <laughs> he knows these references. So yeah. what do you think about Delof? Is this the end of Delof? No, oh, no. Diloph's gonna... He still has his whole army coming. So my new theory on Diloph is that Diloph was part of the town that herathen completely destroyed, and Diloph is like, I need to give it back to him. And so he's gonna destroy herathen's plan. Um, so I think he's not done with that yet. I'm not sure what he's gonna do, but he's got something. Don't count Diloph out. Never. I agree with that. That's smart. What do you think about Diloph? I think he's going to take over.
1: He's got a funny name.
0: Does it remind you yes. of any? <laughs> that's what I said. I said it sounds like Dufus. <laughs> and Kim said it sounds like Dufus <laughs> Pilaf. <P-lof. laughs> I said that? Yeah. You said that. No, you did. Wow. I thought you said that. I was like, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. But I said it. <laughs> Classic. Wow. Yeah. How great. So, <laughs> I thought of you this weekend, Candy. Oh, why? Because I had a very similar experience where I was at a friend's house who I hadn't seen in a while. And I walk in and I was like, oh, my gosh, you have this board game. I love that board game. It's such a fun game. And she was like, you got that for me. <laughs> And I was like, oh, and then I walk over to her fridge, and she has this magnet. And I was like, oh my gosh, an office magnet? That's hilarious. I love that you have that. And she goes, you got that for me too. <laughs> and I was like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like this is a candy thing. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You like what you like. I know. I was like, you have great taste. It's not your fault that you have great taste. Yeah. So, I was very. So, I think that's great. I love that. Thank you. I thought it was funny. (sighs) Okay. I'm glad you're taking up after me. (laughs) Nothing I love me than a little more me. (laughs) 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 That's all I had for that one page. I actually have one more thing. <laughs> oh. Okay, go for it. <laughs> um, okay, so the, the very smallest detail, but herathen also mentions that it's cold this night, but not cold enough for one's breath to mist. I don't know. It, it seems like it's a detail, and it's going to be important, so I'm calling it out. Ooh, interesting. Summer is ending. Tax day is looming. Winter, yeah, winter is nigh. They're in the winter. Winter the is coming. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm this is how our episode gets so long jordan i mentioned details like it was cold outside
1: yeah
0: okay Maybe. so now we're chapter 40 oh what happened oh i was saying yeah it could be an important detail i think it. i think it has to really go in line with what you were talking about where it's like when it we started it was hot the sun was high the book is Starting to dwindle towards the end. The sun is setting. The day is getting cold, you know. It'll probably oh, rain at the end. Oh, of course. Rain is the universal symbol in books for fresh, a new, like the Lion King. Oh, yeah, it did rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have all the good. All ones. right. Chapter 43, you ready? Chapter 43, number three for tonight. Number three, yep. It's about an hour. <laughs> okay, so this chapter is called East K, which means East. And let's see what happens here. Okay, so now this is Rayodin's perspective. Um, mm-hmm. And he's seeing Elantris from a new angle, aka from a secret stairwell. Um, and he knows that something is up with Telvry because he can tell from his tower Um, And he wants to ask Serene about it, but she's been kind of quiet about life on the outside since she's been in Elantris. Um, And Serene has just been reading about politics all day and is having the time of her life, hanging out with Rayoden and Galladin. And then they have a conversation at the end. Yes. Pretty big. So I didn't have anything until Ryodin's inner monologue about Oh, okay. I had something on like the first page. <laughs> <laughs> so basically I've just been highlighting a lot of Rayoden, I've been tracking Rayoden and Serene and their relationship and as it's been kind of blossoming that they've been together. Okay. So um basically Gallatin is like, come on, buddy, let's go have like our guy time. And he's like, Oh, but me and Serene, we're going to go, like, look at books. And he's just like. <sighs> and then Raoden's like, what? And then, oh, come now, Raoden said. I and Gallatin. I'm not that bad. Galladin to Raoden. Soul, the only time in the last three days I've seen you two apart is when one of you had to go to the privy. She'd be here now if I hadn't snatched you when no one was looking. And I thought that was cute. So just like two little buddy buddies. I thought that was cute, too. Okay, if you were Ryoden, do you think you'd tell Serene who you are at this point? Like, she's an Elantrian. She's in there with you. This is the most unbelievable part of this book. I'm like, I would tell, I'd be like, look, I'm the prince. We're both zombies. Let's have zombie babies. Oh my God, like, this so- has never happened. <laughs> like, a, like a couple has become zombies together. That's never happened. Oh, I guess, yeah, I guess you're probably right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know. Right? How do people keep in these secrets so long? I, I'm I don't know. So why do you think Rayoden's not telling Serene who he is? I don't know. Does he need to, like, get her, build more trust with her first? Um, or maybe, I mean, through this chapter... A little bit of it seems like a test almost of like, oh, what's Serene like when she doesn't know it's me? Kind of thing, like trying to get to know her.
1: Maybe not a test
0: like that, but it kind of turns into a test because it goes terribly wrong.
1: How did Serene treat him when he first turned into a zombie?
0: So she never, do you want to say it again a little louder? Just to make sure people. So how, how
1: how did Serene treat him when he first became an Elantrian?
0: So he actually became an Elantrian before she got there. So from her perspective, they had only FaceTimed before then. And they had written letters. Uh... So and they had a really good relationship then. And she seemed very nice and seemed like they got along great. But they've never actually been in person together.
1: So when she got there, so what, she just did she know that he became an Elantrian or does she think he's dead?
0: Yeah, they uh, they covered up the story by saying, oh, he died. And so she thinks he's dead. She doesn't know he's an Elantris.
1: Does he know that they covered up the story?
0: I think so. Yeah. I think so. I, mean, I think he was around when they were covering it up or something. Yeah. Well,
1: I that's know. probably why he's probably himself, is he's probably confused. Oh. Because if she thinks that he's dead and he was in on the plot.
0: Oh. Right. And
1: now he's like, Well, what do I do? Like she thinks I'm dead. Mm, I see. But he so- could have some confusion.
0: To, to your point, he says a little bit that this is the only line that I got that kind of explained it. He said, I wouldn't want her to feel any obligation. Uh, like Kind of stepping up and being like, I'm your husband now. <laughs> Surprise. Baby, baby with me. Yeah. Like. Gosh. How forward. Yeah. But I could also see like maybe some confusion too where you're like, I don't really, I feel so awkward about this. I don't know what to do with it. Maybe that's true. Also, it's maybe one of those things where it's like, they've kind of interacted before when she was like volunteering in Elantris. And now he's like, it's kind of awkward for me to tell you now. (laughs) It's been so long. So I'm in this, (laughs) I'm in this club at work and it's like a club that you know, you talk to the head honchos a lot and there's three of us and we are in charge of the club. And somehow I have become now like in leadership's mind, the only person in charge of the club and the other people are like my assistants. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I really need to correct this narrative because we're all co-owners of the club, you know? But it's now been like two months and I'm like, what do I do? Because I keep trying to find like an opportunity, but I don't get to talk to these head honchos very often. So it was very awkward. So I finally just spoke to one of them. I was like, I need to call you. I was like, I have to get this out. This is like going on too long. Like you can't keep calling me like head of the club anymore. So I could see Ray Odin kind of being like, this has gone on too long.
1: And Uh, I don't
0: know how to get out of it. That's fair it is an awkward thing to bring up have you ever lied like when you were dating someone or like made a little fib fib and then you ended up dating a long time and you've had to stick with the fib this is for you too jordan
1: you know how long ago it was when i was dating
0: Maybe, been a long time maybe there's something you've been keeping in for 15 years <laughs> yeah let it out on bookalicious we'll keep your secret until we publish this
1: <laughs> i don't want that person in the uk to find out
0: yeah <laughs> our most loyal listener and our favorite one <laughs> <laughs> i mean it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship either Yeah. Or just like a friend. I feel like in little ways, if someone calls me Christy, especially if it's an older person who like has trouble hearing, it's like, I can't correct you now. But then when I meet someone else who's younger and they're like, oh, Christy. And I say, no, Chrissy. And they're like, what? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Like the name correction. Yeah, that's hard too. That's something. It's pretty minor, but... Well, so Raiden's just having the time of his life. He's like, I finally get to date and have fun and be in my little zombie community. And it's great. He's having a good old time. He is. I have a few more lines for our game of cute or honestly, I think it's just cute. Okay, go for so, it. Cute or um, cringe. Cute, okay, yeah. Cute or cringe. That was it. Let's see. Where was it? Um, oh, well, I think I'd written it down. Okay. So it says that, uh, is just like looking at Serene. He's like, oh, she's so wonderful. And then he says, Riodun was ready for a woman who wouldn't cower at the first sign of conflict, but the most beautiful were her eyes something like that. He's talking about like how strong she is and like courageous and confident. And then he says, but the most beautiful thing was her eyes, the way she studied everything with keen interest. Um, the intelligence was what Rayoden found most attractive about his Teo princess. So, it's so funny because I I took that in an opposite way. What? I was like Sand. I was like Sanderson has some not good feelings about women. What? <laughs> what did you read read it as? Okay, so this was the the whole excerpt. The truth was, he really did enjoy his time with Serene. Her wry wit made him smile, her intelligence intrigued him, and her personality encouraged him. After 10 years, this is where, of dealing with women whose only apparent thought was how good they looked in their dress, a state of force obtuseness led by his own weak-willed stepmother, Rayodin was ready for a woman who wouldn't cower at the first sign of conflict, a woman such as he remembered his mother being before she died. I don't know. It just seems like he's always dogging on women and how they dress, and them being very shallow, and everyone in the town is like that, except for Serene and now apparently Rayoden's mom. Yeah, you know, that's That's a pretty harsh line. And it is kind of weird because Rayoden seems so, like, kind and understanding of people, and Serene has had those same thoughts about the women, of, like, oh, they don't do anything. But now we're hearing it from Rayoden, and we're like, oh, what? Yeah, because at first I thought, I was like, Serene's not a girl's girl, but now I'm thinking Brandon Sanderson's not a girl's girl. <laughs> it could be that or i i don't know or maybe have they been forced into this state of obtuseness because of their circumstances or like this is how what i got to do to survive over here yeah because of ray odin and all of his people putting them in these stupid outfits making them knit it's possible <laughs> but ray odin doesn't get that far in his thinking so we'll <laughs> never know So I don't have anything until the very end. Um, I had, I mean, we kind of already talked about this in the last line, but there is a line where, um, he's like, oh, I've been in Elantris for a year. And she's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And it kind of makes sense because he's been, um, so successful as a leader in Elantris. So it appeared that he'd been there for longer than a year. Um, and it says that his own immediate success was nothing short of extraordinary. And I don't know, just reminding me again, he's such a good leader, but this isn't his purpose. So mm-hmm. I do just do it then. Would you be mad when it finally comes out and you find out? Would you be like, why didn't you tell me? If I were serene? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that would make me more confused. I'd be like, What? I don't know. I would need, I would need like a good like month to think about things. (laughs) Chrissy would be like, I'm not going to abandon the town, but I do need to go back home and think about this for a month. I hope all is well on tax day. I'll come back and see. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do? I would be annoyed. I'd be like, I liked you. Now I hate you. Mr. Chance. (laughs) Mr. Chance, this isn't 10 Things I Hate About You. You're not Matthew McConaughey. You're a zombie. So (laughs) (laughs) you're out. So it ends, the chapter ends, and they're in the library, and Serene is reading all of these books, and she's really into politics, and she's shocked because – all the history books are different than what she is used to reading from her own country.
1: Mm -hmm. And she's like,
0: this is crazy. And so she's talking about how the um, Harappan, the church that's trying to take over people, she said, I've never read anything that so soundly debunks Jordan's rhetoric and manipulation. And so basically- um she was saying something about the book how it exposed for political lies and so she's just saying she's like this country's been doing all this like religious conquest but looking at these history books that seem to be more accurate it seems like they changed a lot of their historical text to make it fit their narrative today and she's shocked by that interesting
1: state manipulating things can you believe it
0: <laughs> can you believe it I know unbelievable well, mm-hmm. I know yeah that is interesting and they bring up a thing where it talks about it's like this what is it an epic poem or something um and it's about it's called Warren the King and Warren is like their Pope kind of thing right
1: mm-hmm.
0: and let's see what does it say I think it was something like they changed the god so that he sounded more like the Dorethi god, something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um, but it, oh, and they're using their god as Jadith, but they've made Jadith into like something that he used to not be. And it says that he used to be um, a relatively unimportant god who cared for the rocks under the earth. Mm-hmm. And now they've all kind of. Elevated him. They're like, oh, he's this big guy or whatever. And now I don't know. They, like you said, they they're changing like the poetry and stuff, magic mm-hmm. things. But I think it's significant that he's the god who cared for the rocks under the earth. I don't really know why, but Elantris has like this special stone. I think there's a connection there. There is definitely a connection there. And when we're done with the book, I'll tell you all about it. <laughs>
1: She read the cliff notes.
0: I left the cliff notes. Um, the, so that, what you're tapping into there is something that is in Brandon Sanderson's broader like metaverse. Oh. And so I can't tell you now, but we'll come back to it. <laughs> okay. All right, Jordan, write that down. You can be our recorder.
1: So how many books are in this metaverse? 16.
0: Oh, wow. wow. Are they all, how similar are they? Like, are they in the same world? Um, so worlds, no universe. Yes. So each book, each book has its own magic system, its own rules, its own people, all this stuff. And slowly like these perspective books how it starts and everyone's far apart and then they start intersecting as you get closer and closer you're starting to see a lot of the books starting to converge where some of your players from each book start jumping into other places and so there's little seemingly throwaway lines in every book because you can read every book independently you don't have to read all of them but there'll yeah. be little throwaway lines like that where it's not relevant unless you know like the broader story. Mm. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Does Steve off ever come up in any other book? I will not say. Oh, he might. That's a yes. I need to read all 16 books know. to find out. <laughs>
1: just do a quick Google search.
0: <laughs> Command F. Also, this is his shortest book, apparently. Mm. Out of yes. the 16. So it's good we picked pick this one for our podcast. And
1: this one came with 10,000 words of bonus content. Can you
0: believe that? I know. 10,000 words of bonus content. He's writing away. Okay. He had one last zinger that he wrote away in this chapter. All right. You ready? Yep. So like we said before, Odin wants to know what's going on in the outside world. He saw that Tellery had like an army around his mansion and he's like, whoa, something's going on. So he's finally um, approaching Serene about it. And he's like, hey, I know you've been kind of quiet, but would really love to know what's going on in the outside world. And she was like, okay, fine. You got me. So I'll tell you. And she says, I guess the most important part began when I dethroned King Aiden, which, of course, is why he hanged himself. The end. The end. <laughs> and Raoden be- the Prince sat down with a thump, his eyes wide. Oh my gosh. And then at that moment I wrote, there's the Serene we know. There she is. There she is. <laughs> <laughs> So that is our what third it. chapter, and I'm kind of thinking it's almost nine o'clock my time. Yeah, and the next one's a serene chapter, so it's going to be real long. Lots it's going to be lots of stuff <sighs> on that one. I never thought of it that way. That that is why Serene's chapters are so long is because <laughs> <laughs> she's she's a lady. She's got some things to think about. Yeah. That'd be interesting if in his other books, the women's chapters are also considerably longer. You know what? And he does like another book and it has a couple different perspectives. I think it's like five or six different people. And w- one of them is a woman and she's kind of insufferable too. <laughs> <laughs> and Brit. Brandon Sanderson, he loves to write like a strong female. And I just feel like he just doesn't really do like the best job with it. Other people say he does a great job, but I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. So Jordan, now that you have been on this book, pod, Mm
1: -hmm. what are your
0: closing thoughts? What do you think?
1: I think you have been doing a great job of dissecting this book. (laughs) <laughs> and trying to understand what's going to happen. Um, The book seems like it has a very uh, interesting plot. It's uh, definitely a bit unique. Uh, I guess unique. They're taking like different aspects of things, like the whole you wake up and one day you're a witch, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of different aspects, you know, it's bringing in religious, the church, bringing in um like uh what is it like older not older um medieval medieval yeah yeah like medieval themes and kind of bringing it together
0: mhm yeah it's a cool book and it is a cool book if you want to avoid actually reading it, you can listen to our 30 hour podcast series. Oh. We'll catch you up. <laughs> well, I don't know. Cause I, a uh, live text message coming in from our other brother. And he says that it's hard to follow our podcast without having read the book. So it seems that you do need to read the book. You know, that, <laughs> <laughs> you know that means candy. What? It means we're not going into enough detail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, if uh, Brandon Sanderson can give you ten thousand words of bonus content,
0: <laughs> so Andy and
1: Chris C I can give you a hundred thousand words of bonus content.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes, above and beyond, above and beyond. Well, this was fun, super fun. Thanks for joining, yeah. joining our first guest.
1: Yeah, thanks for uh, having me on the show.
0: Best yeah, we fan. we asked our other brother to be a guest who's actually reading the book and listening to the podcast. And Jordan said, I'm going to fly into Texas to make sure that you are the first guest speaker. <laughs> I'm glad you are.
1: <laughs> Thank you for having me. I'm glad I could offer up my hotspot to make sure that this night was successful.
0: Oh, that's right. Uh, Chrissy, this we never actually... did our intro. Shoot, sure, we should do it now. <laughs> Can we do it now? And you just like... Put it in the front. That's a little complicated. <laughs> what if uh, let's I do an let's do a new recording. We gotta them No, let's do a goodbye and then you can do in post. You can add the book Alicious intro. Yeah I can add I can add an extra. That sounds great. Well thank you to Jordan's Hotspot for pro- for sponsoring this episode. My Wi-Fi yes. that I pay so much for each month did not work. And so, <laughs> this whole Zoom recording is on Jordan's Android. Yes. Thank you to Jordan, who made this podcast possible by bringing his technology
1: and to viewers like you.
0: Into <laughs> viewers like you. Please subscribe. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> so fun.